With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash FMLFPL. This was Euros, 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 dude. We're here. Yeah, this is really exciting. <laughs> I know. It's hot out. It's summer. It's Euros. It starts in and everyone Friday. Starts in four days, and everyone that's listening to this right now just listened to the theme music, which is and they're so just good. so hyped. It's everyone... actually been my ringtone since 2016. 2016. It's been when my ringtone for fucking eight years. Producer Nate 20... made the track. It's just great. I like the idea of everyone like blasting the theme in the car, and then my OK is like five times as loud, and they're just like, oh my god, yeah, yeah. Blow, blow the eardrums out. Remember the fucking... What was that pot? The, I think it was totally football when they had that amazing, also amazing theme with the Russian guy. Oh, you oh, remember the, the Russian chess, the chess commentator? Guy. Yeah. Oh, that was so good. I forgot how good that. Wow, I might yeah, have to. Yeah, yeah. I might have to resubscribe to Totally Football just in case they're doing something that good for you. I haven't listened to a Totally Football in like three years. Yeah, I either. might have to do that's the same thing. That's what I mean. Yeah. Dude, the chess guy. That must yeah, have been the World Cup guy. because it was Russia. It was Russia World Cup. It was World Cup. World Cup. So right, it's twenty eighteen. Right, World Cup. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, what did yeah. he say again? Can you remember? I think he was like, "It's unbelievable" or something. He's <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> "It was someone." I love also that it was someone missing. Yeah. Checkmate or something. It was like, yeah, he was flipping out. Yeah, it's good. It's good. We need. I'll put that link in the in the show notes. Also in the show notes, our league code for the Euros League. Oh yeah, yeah. Everyone should get in there. How are we doing on that? By the way, are people in there? Haven't checked. I mean, it's only been in Discord, so like this will be the. This is like the first public announcement of it. Put it on on the Twitter thing. Yeah, I'll I'll post it everywhere. I'll put it in the show notes as well. Walsh and I are sharing a team for those who haven't listened to the podcast during an international tournament. That's what we always do. Co-owning, sharing a team. Um, It's websites. There's only fucking 59 people. Holy shit, that's disgusting. We need need to... That's very embarrassing. I'll make some bots. Yeah, Yeah, we need bots. Make some new Gmail accounts. Yeah. Get in there. Um, All right. So here we are. FPL's long gone. Thank God. Let's talk about... A lot of people don't play Fantasy Champions League and have never played World Cup or Euros or anything like that. So Disgusting. Also yeah, very well, disgusting. It's disgusting, but like it's exciting because they're about to Because they're just... We're going to farm them? Yeah, because <laughs> 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 yeah, we're going to smurf on them and just go ham. But... Uh, there are some notable differences between FPL and Fantasy Heroes. Um, first of all, 
They call their game weeks match days, which I find very confusing, but I'm just going with it. So each match day deadline is kickoff of the first match, as as opposed to FPL being an hour and a half before the first match. And then, most importantly, on every day in the week, there's another deadline at the kickoff of the first match of each day. And you can make substitutions and or switch your captain to someone who hasn't played yet. So, for example, in match day one, there's only one match on Friday, Turkey and Italy. You can captain anyone in that match, start anyone in that match, and then on Saturday, the first match is Wales-Switzerland. Up until kickoff of Wales-Switzerland, you can change your captain to anyone on your team who hasn't played, and you can sub in or out guys for, you know, you can sub out your Turkey-Italy guys, you can sub in different guys, all that shit. So the the only thing is you can't sub them back in. So if you sub out, you know, a three-pointer and the guy you bring, bring in gets a one-pointer... You're fucked. You got a one-pointer. You lost two points. Um, very important, though. And that's the way Champions League works, and that's the way World Cup works, too. So I think that's that's the most important change, right? Because it, it changes the entire squad of your team. Like, you, you have a 15-player squad. Everyone should be a starter in your team because of the substitutions. And then you also want multiple captaincy options throughout every week. So, yeah, that's huge. Yeah. Well, it's not really multiple. You want one for every day. One so for you every need day, four. You need four or five. You need a lot. Yeah. So, that the most important thing when you're budgeting your team and looking at it is that you know, you're obviously not going to be capping like four or five defenders. So, pretty much every big hitter you have should be a singular big hitter yeah. on a captainable match day where they're not conflicting with someone else. So, yeah. you know, that's something that you should just use to, to kind of guide yourself there. Yeah. And did you talk about the scoring? I didn't talk about the scoring. I was just going to also yeah. add, like, obviously you can't afford five big hitters for five different captains, but your two or three big hitters should be on different days. And then on the other days, you should have reasonable captaincy. Like you said, like shouldn't be a four Oh guy who may or may not start or like a keeper who you're not even sure is nailed or something like that. Like you want a guy who's starting who could do something, but you know, even if they're not the best. Yeah. Um, yeah. What so about the, the other aspect with the scoring is there's no bonus, you know, where you stuff, there's no bonus. points. Yes! No bonus. Yeah. And there's historically been recovered ball points, but there are none of those. So basically there's, you know, it's similar Champions League scoring. You got like two points, whatever. You you can look at the fucking rules. We're not going to say every goddamn thing about it. But the main takeaway to me with the scoring is that hits are just, you should under absolutely no circumstance take a hit ever because this is like the lowest scoring game that I've ever yeah. played. Yeah, yeah. And you know, even in Champions League, like taking hits is really bad. But squad base, like your the you know, your match day scores aren't gonna be too high in general. And if you're throwing four points away, you're just gonna be having a really hard time. So even if it if it and as and we'll talk more about it as we get into the round of sixteen and shit and court but you know, taking hits is just really, really bad. So you know, we have a lot of chips, but I think that's one main main thing yeah. to me that is important. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I mean, it, it's not only that the scoring is lower, it's also the game is so short. <laughs> this is yeah. a seven-game-week fantasy. 
as yeah, opposed really to 38. Sure. You know, you can hit in a guy in FPL and have him for 10 game weeks, and it's great. But you never get that value in this, especially because, obviously, you can make unlimited transfers before match day one. You also automatically get another wild card before the knockout round, so match day four. Yep. Yep. And you have a wild card that you can use anytime, and you have a f- essentially a free hit they call limitless wild card that you can use anytime. Only difference between free hit and limitless is unlimited budget also. So yeah. you can get okay. 50 premiums or whatever and you're good to go. All right. So that's that's good there. I think and that's again, it. you know, yeah. there's the transfers, you got a few here, a few there, you know, take a look at the rules. Yeah, look at the the rules. rules the rules are not long and they actually explain the rules. So if you really aren't are like fish out of water after what we just said, then just yeah. go through that. Yeah. And uh so where from here do you want to where do you want to go? I want to talk about the chips because it's funny because we always <laughs> avoid talking about the chips in FPL. But, yeah, it's right? the most important thing in this game for sure by a lot. There's two chips and, you know, the two periods of time where you get unlimited transfers given by the game. And there's seven game weeks. So th- there's essentially five game weeks to use two chips. There's also, obviously, as when it gets to the knockout rounds, teams get eliminated. So that's a danger factor in when to use your chips. I think... You know, the chalk in these kind of games is to use your wild card maybe in like the quarterfinals when the most amount of teams get eliminated. You know, when yeah. it goes from 16 to 8. Yeah, it's because viable. It's viable. I think that's like the safe, vanilla, chalky move to make because the most players get eliminated, you won't get fucked. Because there's a chance with two upsets that, you know, you have many non-playing players when it gets to the quarterfinals in your team. Yeah. And then it's a yeah. disaster and we don't mm-hmm. want to take hits. So I think that's like the normal way, but it's more, it's a lot deeper than that. Right. I mean, yeah. Well, I, I mean the, the biggest theory thing from this to me is that even if you have 11 players going into the semifinals, right. Instead yeah. of having 15 where you could switch, you yeah. know, rotate a couple out. As you see, like the Champions League final, right? We make our teams. It's one game. We have five defenders on this team, four attackers. Like it's like you're lucky to get three returns from your team. Yeah. And you know, I think it's it's just the points potential in the beginning match days when you have the 15 players, when you have all the rotating caps, when you have like really dog shit teams in there. Like that's where you want to try and use your chips to to get ahead. And I think if you know you're gonna have to you know, make a few decent calls when it comes into the quarters and the semis if you do the strategy and, you know, not load up on a team that gets eliminated, like, and you have nine or eight players, then you're a little bit fucked. But I think you just kind of back yourself there and hope that the chips kind of work out in the beginning. Because, you know, I think that for us, like, I'm very strongly in favor of using a chip for every day in the first three. I think that well, that's yeah. just the first one doesn't count. You we make unlimited transfer, but you're saying use one and two, use one and three. Right. You get the free wild card in four, and then we're yeah. chipless. And five, then two, we seven. figure, yeah, and then we just figure it out. Because I just feel like you know those those are the 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 times when you can really get like an eighty five or a ninety point game right. week. And you yeah. know when we get to the quarters and the semis, you know whether you have you know eleven or or fourteen, you know we're still all going to be in like the forties or fifties or whatever. Like you know maybe you hit the captains, but everyone kind of clumps together as the 
as the tournament goes on. And, yeah. you know, when you see a lot of people that don't, you know, know about kind of how short it is, what the chips are, or the strategy, you know, and, and people are building their team for like the whole group stage and they're sitting there with like Germany players when they play France or, right, you know, right. other, other players or, or like, you know, they have a bunch of Portugal players, which is good for Hungary, but they don't want to use a chip. So then it's bad or whatever, you know, and things like that. Even England, you know, I don't think Croatia is a good fixture. You know, yep. there are just ways Italy and Turkey, that's a really tough one to call. You know, if, if you're planning for the group, you want representation for both teams, but not when they're playing each other, you want them on their other. So it's that kind of thing. And, yeah. and I feel like that that is the best way to play it. Yeah, it's an emphasis on the shortness of the game. Again, it's yeah. just that's yeah. what it really is. It's trying to yep. use what we have because we're, we're swinging for the fences. That's how we both play yeah. all fantasies. Like, yeah. we're not trying to, it's way, way safer to save your wild card for the quarterfinals. Way right. safer. Because right. you get a wild card in match day four, some teams are going to get eliminated, you wild card in, you're fine. Because you get, like, five free transfers for the semifinals, five free transfers for the finals. There's really, like, no risk. But the upside is very limited. I, I pretty much agree with that, and I'm totally fine with that strategy. I mean... You either use both chips and groups, or you at least use one chip and group and wild card in five. Yeah. Right? Like, you're at least using Limitless. I can't really reason saving Limitless for later in the tournament, because, I don't know. You, well, the you only c- thing about that that is good about later in the tournament is that the players on the good teams are a fucking fortune. Yeah. So, it's hard if, you know, say it is... France and just some other team, like teams. Eng- and, Eng- and England yeah. or something. Oh, if you don't oh, have limitless, late. yeah, yeah, like if you don't have limitless or something for like the semis or, or even the final, like it's good to even say for the final sometimes, just so you could stack your eleven. You know, because you could you could easily have like a one twenty budget. You know, that kind of thing. Right. But it's still, I mean, again, like going back, the Champions League final just happened, right? Like. You have like the whole, you know, you say you have like seven or eight of the city players, they cost a billion dollars and they score a fucking goal, and you're just like, wow, that was bad. Yeah, that's, you know, that kind of thing. That's really important too, because it's like round of 16, we all get a wild card. There's definitely exploitable games. Like there's going to be some teams that are bad playing against France, whatever. Quarterfinals, just looking back in 2016, there was one, there was France, Iceland. In 2012, there was one. It was Germany, Greece. Yeah, a lot and of World one Cup. ones. Like, yeah, in World Cup, it was England, Sweden, France, Uruguay. Like two that's ones, it. One ones. That's yeah. it. Those yeah, are the, the only fixtures that you would have like heavily exploited with your wild card and stacked right. on. Right. Whereas right, in the right. group stage, actually every day there's multiple fixtures that you stack on. Yeah. So yeah, I, I mean yeah, I'm okay. with you. That's let's 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 roll from here. That, I think that's a good job by us. Um, do you are you leaning Chops. towards a specific day for your limitless? Because I think they're both great, and I guess it doesn't matter, right? I don't think it matters. I think what we would want to figure out is, I mean, I haven't done, I haven't gone this deep yet, but looking at match day two and three, like which, because like France, like the players are a fortune. So like if we want to go heavy, like whenever France play, play Hungary, match, match day two they play Hungary. I think yeah. So like if we yeah. want to do like Mbappe, Benz, and you know a six million defense, like that already is like well maybe we want to do limitless there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think we'll I think when we tinker we'll we'll tinker and see like well is this can we get a hundred million team or do we need like one oh seven and then we'll just do that and if because you know it's always going to be fine well, too. I was also going to say though. 
Because there's a small percent chance. I mean, what's more likely? We limitless in two, and we're good with our match day one team, plus two free transfers in three. Or we wildcard in two, and we're good with our match day two wildcard team, and two frees in three. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm just like... Yeah, no, I, I open-ended have actual, question. We're going to pod again on Thursday, Patreon no. pod, when we're more settled and stuff, and talk about uh, specifically our team. So we'll get there. I then, don't think but. that that's. I don't think that you can really plan for that because the the main thing is that also with this is you know the first three match days happen very quickly. Yeah, teams are going to be on six points going to the third day. That's with, a huge factor with it locked. So we can't, you know, you could look at it, you know, and, and tilt your head sideways and be like, well, I think that this team's going to be on yeah. six, but, but doing that now is just no, a fucking piss take. So, yeah. you know, I, I think it's just your, 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 it's up to the gods about, you know, what you had first game week or second game week. And, you know, you see who has competitive games and shit yeah. in game week three. But, you know, that's another thing, right? That we didn't mention earlier is, is it makes it even more challenging when you don't use a chip for that third match day is, you know, you're, if you're looking at, you have three Belgian players that are on six points going to game week three. Yeah. You have two England players that are on six points going into game week three. Like Netherlands are on six points going into game week three. You know, you could easily yeah. be Fra- looking at your France and Italy last Euros played like yeah eighty percent backups in match day yeah. three. They're both on six. So like, yeah. if anything, if you do want to save a chip, like game week three or match day three is like definitely the better best I compared so. to game week two because of those reasons if you're saving so you, and yeah. we, if you're saving one you know that that is important yeah all right speaking of france we got some questions about france and basically just are we so are we just going we're going into it now i think we should just go to some questions oh and then talk God. about whatever we want to talk <laughs> about i mean nervous. i'm gonna be up front i am not done researching and i will continue to do research through till probably when we're texting on like friday morning finalizing our team like it's oh never God. gonna end it's just madness it's a the madness has begun um Joquist and Mug are basically asking about France. Joquist said, are we overlooking France? And Mug is saying, what is the play with France? Because they're so expensive and the fixtures are so bad. And then Turhall also said, is it worth completely ignoring the group of death, mostly just because it's easier? So it's France, Germany, Portugal, Hun- Hungary, Group F. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a disaster. I mean, they all have horrible fixtures. <laughs> There's no other way to put it. Well, they all have one great fixture when they play Hungary. So that's I, one thing to I have, note. like, slight hesitation as, like, how great it is, even that. Well, I mean, I don't think it's going to be, like, four nils. There isn't any such fixture, really, in the game, right? I mean, these are I'm very intense, at, like, games, all of them. There's a few where I'm, like, I feel like it could be, you know? Like it could more. be. But, but, like, but, last Euros, there are barely any games where they were like a blowout. Yeah, there were you know very I mean? They just, they were very they just like don't really happen in international football, tournament football like this when there's everything's on the line. Yeah. It's just a lot cagier. But... I'm also putting a lot of stock into home games. I just think yeah. that matters a lot. And like, So talk, hungry... talk about that because we didn't touch on that. Well, what yeah, is so the home? Just mention it. There's a bunch of different venues. I actually think it's really cool, but it's also really unfair for some teams. <laughs> there's yeah. a lot of different venues and some teams are flying across all of fucking Europe and Asia and, you know, nine-hour flights back and forth between their matches. And some teams like Spain just have three matches in Seville. And Italy just have three matches in Rome. And Netherlands just have three matches in Amsterdam. And it's, like, kind of insane. But, yeah. yeah. It's pretty good. I mean, it's for good for them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. whatever they, like, paid to 
Platini or whoever the head guy is now. And Hungary are one of the team. I think they're actually the only stadium, the one in Budapest, where it's max capacity. And they have Portugal and France at home in Budapest. And I'm just like, those are going to be fucking crazy. You know, those are the weird Champions League group stage games where, like, Liverpool lose 2-0 to Red Star because it's just, like, fucking crazy. And it's just like, I just have that vibe. I'm just like, it's going to be fucking crazy. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely, it's going to be turnt. As yeah. they say, yeah, in those games, but yeah, you know, you still look at the players on the field, and it's like, yes. okay, how much can the the racists in the stands, you know, really impact the proceedings? <laughs> how many cigarettes can they smoke in the yeah. stands that negatively affects like Conte's lungs? <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I don't know about that, but I think you, you know, it's something to note, definitely, especially yeah. after we just spent a full year like watching training ground games when that's kind of like a foreign idea but i think bigger than that is is more of like the italy when they're like oh all these home games and netherlands where it's just all these home games where yeah you know it should just be even that much more of like a walk you know yeah it should be it should be so So, yeah on the group it's interesting though it's interesting it is and it's also you have to also look at like where the games are located because yes like even though it says home, it's like not actual home. No, right? they're like, not listed in the right order. They're, yeah, and they're not. They don't say like the location. It's just like kind of. It's just fucking well, weird. I don't well, know. Like I, some of I'm, them are neutral, right? Where they're not neither. Yeah, and they still yeah. say home for a someone. lot it's are dumb. neutral, but it's yeah. just like like Spain, for example. Uh, to me, theirs is the most egregious. It's just they play three matches in Seville. And the other, each group has two venues, basically. The other venue for their group is St. Petersburg. It's a nine hour flight. Yeah. They don't need to do, they don't have to bother. Poland, Sweden, and Slovakia are flying back and forth from Spill and St. Petersburg. And they're just literally home. They just sit at home and train at home and fuck their wives. That's why you have, well, and the wall, oh. Anti side piece though narrative that might be bad for them. Okay, good call. Okay, lesson okay. learned. <laughs> Postcock. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so what are, what's your thinking with the group big. of death? I mean, I it's fucking. So no, so I I came around a little bit more on it because I I do agree with you that I feel like Hungary are a little bit you know everyone's sort of just putting them in that category because they want one of the three teams to be like, oh, this is a good game for them. But yeah. they're not. Like they're they're I don't know. They're usually like pretty okay yeah. in these but, kind of tournaments in recent past, even though they don't have a lot of players that you'll recognize, right? For, yeah, for my own spreadsheet, that is kind of a mess, but it I just needed something so I can begin to wrap my head around it. I just sort of did it by gambling odds. And for the site that I use, Hungary are not in the group of like they're the worst team in the thing. Like yeah. Finland, North Macedonia, and Slovakia are like different, fucking different class of bad yeah. to yeah. Hungary, yeah. and, no, and don't have home matches. You know, yeah. so it's the double so, whammy. Yeah, so I think I mean I still believe that Poland just you know I'm sorry, um, Portugal like they don't create that many chances and they play pretty conservative in general. So I'm just like not that into their attack at all, and I'm seeing a lot of people with Ron, and I just feel like that's the biggest trap I've ever seen in my life of just like, I, I feel like Ron is just past it in these tournaments, yeah. these games, like he's just a passenger and if he'll be there for the tap and if there's a, a, a tap to in, but 
or they got a pen or something, pen. you know. But in yeah, general, I was gonna say like, like he's a, we we're so bad at like evaluating the pen players always. Yeah, but I still just don't see this team as like they're gonna be creating chances. Like I'm like this is like the anti like Murata, right? Where I feel like Murata's like an actual piece of shit player. I yeah. think he's actively bad, mm-hmm. but I would want him in my team because I think that they're gonna just be yeah. creating chances at will right. and he'll donk a couple in, you know, kind of a thing. And I just feel like the Ron, like it's just like it's so much money and I just don't yeah. love that. And I've come like full circle on that with like Mbappe or yeah. or Greaseman because yeah, they're playing Germany, which isn't a good pick like on paper fixture, but we also like don't know Germany are good. They're kind of in flux and he's yeah. been chopping and changing personal formations a lot lately. And right. France are easily the best team in this tournament. Like I don't no think one, it's remotely that's even un, that's small. Unanimous. That's close. unanimous. It's not close. And like, I feel like Mbappe or, or even Benzema, I mean, Benz, Benz is going to yeah. be in the middle of everything. He's 2 million less than Mbappe. And say again, like Griezmann's right split in the middle. I, I mean, he's a little bit, it's a little bit tougher to sell you on, on him over Mbappe or Benzema, but yeah. although he, although he always steps it up for France, that's, he's for done France. and for us and for us, we've had great times, great Tapping times. braces, braces. Yeah. Oh, really, God, really good the time. So, I mean, we could, we could, we could end up yeah, there. We'll figure that one out on Friday. The, you know, Barca really like turned their shit around I mean, after I'm, getting dumpstered in Champions League. They like yeah. stepped it up. So. I just, I mean, I, I'm obsessed with him. I love him so much. But like, <laughs> France is just so good. So, yeah. yeah. I feel like if you want to have a player for that game week one match day or game week one like final day cap, like I definitely would rather have yeah. a player on France against Germany than someone on, Port- on, on Portugal. Yeah. I mean, my, my, counter hesitation is also it's just the champ is still the champ also similar to santos on portugal like they so play super conservative yeah. super defensive football every once in a while they run into argentina who just are like who are open and they just we have bend no over. idea and bobby yeah. just like hatch which and they could score five goals. that could be this germany game like that's this it isn't going to be yeah, like it could be. that's totally too fair. stodgy hat like you know trying to yeah. keep the ball it could be, that game yeah. could be nuts but deschamps like ideal win is like a one nil yeah you know no, that's true that's fair. So, but i think the, the quality and the caliber is just yeah. so much it is fucking higher no question so yeah no question so i don't know yeah i mean i i like seeing ron in a lot of teams because i haven't even considered him first are you with me on like, ron or are you yeah i haven't even looked at I, him. yeah I, and i mean i put i put like a little i mean mbappe is in our team right now as we as it currently sits just because <laughs> i collect the buttons but i i mean if you are going to want to not gamble on the France Germany then I think you got to go with like a Jota or you know Jao Felix or, or one of the mid-priced guys if you want to have someone at the last day to, to, to roll as, on to if as you, long if you as you're to. fucking off Ron immediately I don't think it's like a horrible match day one captain for that day you know I the thing so this is what I was also thinking I might be like 5d chess up my ass in this but <laughs> if you're put like how many 12 million players can you have in your team one right Two, I would rather max, yeah. max. I'd rather have the money like front loaded because you like you're rolling cap right. You have four days before. What do you so, mean like, front loaded? You, like I'd rather have those huge money guys at the beginning so that if if they don't oh, come uh, in, I could roll off them rather than rolling onto them because why? I don't know. Okay. Does it not make sense? <laughs> it made sense when I was thinking about it like the other day. I mean. 
I don't know if it makes. Because you want to secure it as fast as possible. Like you want the brace as soon as you can, right? Is it just like emotional hedging? Is what I'm I thinking think it's of too emotional much. Emotional hedging because it's like it doesn't make actual sense. Yeah, because the percentages don't change, right? Say like your heavy hitter's fifty percent chance to return, and all your other caps are fifteen percent chance to return. Like doesn't matter. It's still it 15, 15, 15, right. 50, or fifty, fifty. Just 50, edit 50. this out. Edit this out. I can't no, I'm face not myself edit with it. this. It, I mean, it now I'm, edit it out. I haven't even thought about like the order of the cap, and now I'm like edit curious if there is something to it. Would you, it's like, would you rather have the safety net on your last day, or have? I want to go wild at the end, like because I feel like if that uh, there is actually something to that, I think because yeah. hitting, as we know with FPL, hitting like a low cap guy. Oh, oh wait, 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 wait! This was the thing I was thinking about. Here we go. You're more inclined to twist when you have like Ron at the end. You're like, oh my god, like, oh he got like eight, like, oh like, but I have Ron, like that's so good. So I should twist on like match day two or like oh mm-hmm. like nine, like, oh but like I have Ron at the end. Like I could keep going and cause I have right, Ron at right. the end, you know? Right, right. And I feel like that's what has happened historically you'll, where I you'll just drop points. Where I keep yeah, and you just drop points because then you end up with Ron at the end and he's a piece of shit and he's sixty years old and he doesn't do anything. And then he gets two points and you're fucked. Right. Versus like if you have shitty guys at the and you're like, okay, well, I got a nine pointer in the third game week, and I have two kind of bad guys, and I had all my heavy hitters already, and I have eight. Like, I'll sit on eight. Like, that's good. It's good. Yeah. That's, that's, what and I then was, you just use go. your subs. It on got the unpicked. I like that. It I unpacked like that. it. We like unlocked that. it. I like that. Don't edit it out the before. The, keep it. So, so if you went, yeah, I'm keeping, I'm keeping. If okay. we went the other way, it's like, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, okay. I like hey. that. Oh, look uh, at that adjustment in the chair. Good. Wow, I got you. Yeah. No, I got yeah, you I slid right in You're there. You're thinking I slid about right it. In there. I, okay. I, I yeah, that was a, good, right? That's good. I have a fan on, and I'm ri- I'm risking the fan, and I hope it doesn't like get picked up on the mic because it's so fucking hot and humid. But you know, I, hope I, it does. I, I slid in right there. I slid okay. in right so there. So France, I'm I'm very fine with you having a French attacker. Yeah, they're great. They're just the best team in the in the game. I'm also fine with not. Yeah, just no, getting also them fine in with too. That. Yeah, yeah, like I'm also I think, fine with that. Like I think a lot of people just based on like being on Twitter and shit today. Games in Munich are not yeah, not great. A lot of people are planning to limit listen to and go like like you said, Mbappe, Benz, Griezmann for just, the Hungary game. Yeah, and that's True. the one week they can afford all the France guys, and it's the one week they want all the France guys. And okay. I think that's reasonable. Okay. 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 So we we'll, yeah. we have a lot of discussions to be made on this one, but There's we have so, so many there are too many There's discussions. So much. Dude, <laughs> like we're this, already running long. We barely we've talked about one. Team. We haven't talked about anything. <laughs> Any players? We're talking about fucking rules and like nonsense. Who gives a fuck? All right. Let's yeah. Let's oh just hit, bang these questions out. Happy said penalty taking defenders always do well in tournament fantasy. Who's this mm. year's Ramos? Are there any? Well, I mean, you know the Swiss. Rick Rod. Oh, yeah. My, my fucking obsession. Your Achilles heel. Yeah, that's more appropriate. But, I mean, we have Rick Rod and we have Alioski. And then there's that fucking guy on Sweden who probably won't even play, like, uh, Fuckberg or whatever. What's Gran- his name? Gran- Granquist. Granquist, yeah. Right? He actually was a legend in previous either World Cup or something. He did do a lot of points. I think but it was World Cup. They play Spain yeah. first. Yeah, World Cup. Um I mean, Rick Rod made and then missed, I think, a pen 
in their last friendly. And I think he's had like three or four pens in their last like 70 games. Yeah, that, so there was something a, like a, that. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't look great. I mean, Switzerland are, they don't look too exciting this, this round. And Wales are, you know, I mean, I think, listen, I mean, he's the answer is Rick Rod. Like if they keep two clean sheets and somehow emerge out of the group and they get one pen, like he's going to be top three players of defenders. If he yeah. takes the pen, he'll be top I mean, three defender points Wales. in group. Match day one. First. Yeah, which is nice. You which know, is which really is nice. nice. Yeah. Will they keep it clean? I mean, I don't know. They could easily lose that game. I I mean I don't I don't really like the Swiss team. I think that Me they're either. just like a lot of old part guys, of not guys that are them, too young. Part of not liking them is like it's the same fucking shit. Every year, every fucking for the last They've had 10 the years. same Pekovic same for players, Sommer. eight years or something, yeah. and it's just the same like shitty attack. Some guys, Shakiri center of everything. Like, yeah. they're yeah, they have good center backs. Yeah, the center backs are good. Akanji, Elvedi, yeah, Char, Char's still solid. Char's always good when he puts on the Swiss shirt. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think, I but I do, either. I do feel like that. I mean, I think we do need to actually revisit that conversation about yeah. Rick Rod because no, I agree. I mean, Especially Wales, with the chip, chip, right? Because it's yeah, like, chip, chip. I mean, Wales is not a hard that's a good game. Picture. And, it's a good picture. And I mean, if they clean, you know, it's just yeah, okay. Yeah, no. That's but I, I mean, Alaski plays on the worst team in the in the game, so. I don't think I'm again. It's similar to Ron. I love seeing him in teams. I hope is he in him. teams? He's in a lot of teams. Whoa, a lot that's of like, teams. I'd say kind half of the teams on Discord. Half? Have, yeah, I'd say about half. Holy shit! <laughs> he's on pen. He's like, oh, he's on pens and blah 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 blah. Four or five. It's like yeah, all right, but... dude, whatever. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, I'm just telling you what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like the worst player on Leeds goes to the worst team in the tournament. It's like no, it's nuts. But he's right. on a lot of teams. Lots yeah, that's weird. That. I didn't didn't see yeah. that coming. Um, okay, interesting. Yeah, I think that's it though, as far as I know. And Ramos, yeah. what Ramos is just not. In, yeah, he just I think banned right? RM players. Just none are allowed on yeah. the team. So that's because they're he's just like RM, toxic so. losers or yeah, something. Toxic scum. So that makes sense. Yeah, so he's out. You yeah. know. Okay. Um, yep. And Bear said, "Who are the?" "Quote unquote obvious guys that total newcomers to the Euros he need to consider." So, like, I think what he means is guys yeah, we yeah. would have never considered in FPL or something like that that are like good in Euros, maybe like types of types of players. I mean, I don't think it's. I don't think you have to think of it in that way. You know, it's still the good players on good teams are good. You know, good pick, good player. The, good, the way good, that good I guy. was thinking is just your bench and your squad. Yeah, the squad. Like, we, we talked about that already, but like, we're not joking. Like, we're gonna have two nailed starting keepers. We're gonna have three yeah. nailed guys on the bench. We're not yeah. like risking like, oh, is this guy first choice? I don't know. It's like you get the guys cost that you of, can sub yeah. in. The cost of a player not starting is so it's fucking unreal. enormous in this game yeah. because unreal. again, you know, there's no bonus points. Braces are really hard. Double returns really, really hard to come by because the games yep. are traditionally pretty low scoring. You know, 
you're going to be in the in the 60 70 range like it's not going to be hitting some 90s you know it's that that just isn't how this game works so if you don't if you aren't able to rotate and roll your your blankers for for new guys and try and hit the clean sheet like six is a yeah. lot more than two in this game a lot more than it feels yeah. like in a 38 game week fpl season exactly you know that kind of thing so it's important to do that and i mean maybe the other aspect is like you know players like Winaldum who play cam instead of dm you right. know there are a handful roll of players changes. yeah a handful like Ericsson who plays completely free 10 role or whatever yeah. for for Denmark instead of playing like you know a little bit you know more box to box here or eight six right, right. ish or whatever the fuck so you know there's a couple of those but I mean by and large it's the same you know same principles yeah. you know you, you just yeah. get the players who are good on the good teams and yeah. you know you do your best there agreed so D Silva's jockstrap wrote in he said son of jockstrap Wants to know which teams do you think will unexpectedly fly during the group stage, and conversely, which teams do you think will fail to live up to expectations? Okay. So, so I want to start got? with the fail to live up to expectations because you just brought up Genie, and I just like can't get into Netherlands thus far I, on Monday evening. I'm just like, yeah, not I think, there. I think they're like obscenely obscenely lucky that all these games are being played in amsterdam oh my god it's huge it's huge and Dude, you know the thing about they're like the thing one about this one to me highest percent chance based on gambling odds in the entire thing to like win their group and advance like people are treating them as like they're a top yeah. four or five team they're gonna dominate and i'm just like i don't know about that i mean we could spend 20 minutes on other ones but you know Frank DeBoer is a manager. He's not a good manager. He's, and that's saying something for, you know, international managers who are usually not good. But this is how he's, this is how not good he is, right? Renaissance roll fucking tied through their qualifications, right? Yep. Score a billion goals, dominate, don't lose, fuck everyone up sideways. Yep. They have played two friendlies in the last two weeks. He switched formations to five at the back. And they just out of nowhere, just out of nowhere, barely working. And he's telling us that this is what he's going to do going into the thing. He hasn't played five of the back ones in qualification. This is what the guy is. You know, he's a fucking moron. He's an actual footballing moron. He's the worst manager in Premier League history. Yeah, fact. My my palace, ex palace, (laughs) my manager, (laughs) my manager, (laughs) not my president. So, like, that's the thing. You know, we talk about this. Is what we talk about on this podcast about international managers. Just uh, if you if you're managing good players, you just want to get out of the way and just kind of pick the best players and just kind of let them play because that's usually all it takes. System, let them play, put them in the best positions. Yeah, yeah. So not simplifying the system is playing system A during qualification for a handful of games that lasts a year and then say hello to your friends two or three weeks before game one, change the entire formation system, brand new system, two friendlies, here's the first game. He's fucking bad and dumb. So I'm seeing like Memphis and teams and, you know, yeah, Memphis, good player, good pick probably. I love Memphis. 10 million, okay, great. Home, okay. Ukraine? Really good team. I actually really, really like Ukraine. So if you're telling me about that pick one that's going to overhype the hype, I love Ukraine and this. I love them. I think it's just the the, the numbers just play so badly for Netherlands to not advance because the thing. North yeah. Macedonia is in the group. So 
you know, they only need to win one of Ukraine, Austria, which even if and they play five at the back home. and they don't, yeah, and they're both, <laughs> even if they play five at the back and are barely functioning, they should win one of those games. And that's all they're going to have to do. Yeah. But if they lose to Ukraine and they, they draw Austria, they could, that could, that eliminates that's them. That could eliminate way them, that which is possible, which is, yeah. is possible. Austria Absolutely very defensively, possible. very possible. Like Austria, like very good defensive team. I could yeah. just see Austria's better than struggling. years past, which I was surprised be, yeah. when I was doing my research. Like, yeah, no, Austria look, good. yeah, Austria look pretty decent, and they're okay. Yeah, so I, yeah, I definitely am with you on Netherlands. I'm very, very skeptical on Netherlands. Very yeah. skeptical. So, is U- Ukraine's your pick for the team? Your dark horse pick? Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I have to like pick one. It's a little bit high, high pressured intensity. But well, we'll I probably do, talk I do really, about many teams that we yeah. like and dislike. Yeah, I do really like Ukraine. I do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just do. I mean, I think that they have, you know, they have a combination of kind of like a good like age team. I think. And they have some just like individually really good players, and you know Yarmo's really good for them, and yep. you know I don't know Yaremchuk looks good. It just I, they have yeah. like I feel like they have like well, kind of like sort of everything that you need, and I, yeah, I like I don't know I like I just like them. I like Piatov. I yeah I like them. Well, we might as well I, just, just something talk about, about them. them. Do you like who do you like fantasy picks wise? I mean, well, I like Malinovsky. I think that he's yeah. just like a really good player. He's, he's seven million, really which is good. a little steep. But this is the thing, right? Is you he's know so I'm not going to want any of these players against Netherlands because they're yeah. still playing Netherlands. You know, yeah. so the the benefit of that is that we'll be able to see you know the the, yeah. the system and who's playing where and shit, right? So. Yeah. You know, but the Macedonia game is is the one that you're going to want to exploit for them, which is in the second game. So, and it's um, in Bucharest, yeah, I mean, right next door. Yeah, and you know, yeah, I mean, I think your Remchuk at seven. I mean, I think that that's like yeah. for the Macedonia game. Like, I love that if you love could that. if you could kind of punt on that and, and fit that. him in. And you know who I also love? Fucking Zinchenko. He's listed as a five-five defender. He's yeah, going to play position. central midfield. He's, yeah, I mean, I, again, I don't love him for the Netherlands, but you got no, no, yeah, he's another good one for the Macedonia game. Yeah, he exactly, could just exactly. clean goal in that game. Definitely could imagine that yeah. happening. Clean assist, even. And yeah. I mean, what Saigonkov or whatever? Like he's he's good. They have. I think he was like the Ukrainian like footballer of the year or something. I oh, think he's okay. on like. Ent or something, Marlos. You know him from fucking Shakhtar. He's been there forever. Yeah. Stepanenko's on Shakhtar. I don't know if he's starting for them. They but have like, he's, like eight, they just have eighteen-year-old Zabarni. He's like he's center back for Kiev. He's supposed to be starting. They have like like he's like a young like highly touted prospect and shit. Yeah, yeah they're good. They're yeah, good. I just yeah I like them and I think that they'll be able to. Like if it comes down to like a win and in against Austria in the third game, I think that they'll be able to do that. So I like I like Ukraine. I'm kind of if I had to pick one right now. When I was going through the squads and stuff, and I again I haven't even finished going through all the squads, so you know this is going to change five times. But kind of Denmark curious. I think their yeah. squad is actually yeah, really good. good. It was like surprisingly good. I was talking about it with Nate today in Discord. It's just like. Really good center backs, Schmikes and goal. Really insanely good midfields. Yeah, you know, like one of the better midfields, probably, and most functional yeah. midfields. Um, yep. Their defensive record is out of control because of that spine right there. Yeah, they yeah. don't have goals, and that's hard. But you know, a lot of teams don't have goals in this tournament. They have Ericsson, and they have Ericsson, and they just have some guys who can 
you know, scramble for one goal and they can win win matches one nil. I feel like they're they're a lot better than Russia and Finland in my head. And they Russia they play, are good. I think that's that's going to be a really intense tough. game. Yeah. Like if it comes down to it and yeah. you know seeing where because they play on the third day because yeah. Belgium should roll right both of them yeah Belgium should dominate but the, so another that should thing be a really about Denmark good game. is also three matches in Copenhagen yeah which is nice which Incredible. is incredible nice. what would it take for you to for me to talk you into going with Captain Eriksson over Rom it would take so little. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, Belgium are sneaky fucked They're up. They're kind of fucked up. No Kev, no Witzel. People yeah. are, like, talking about Hazard, which just drives me up a wall. Yeah, which is insane. He has not played. Talk about, like, fucking... They're playing like, in St. Petersburg. So in are St. We Petersburg. Can, Dude, and you I'm, know I'm you, all about that. I'm obsessed with Ericsson. You know and that. I'm and I'm all about the home mattering. Like, dude, we okay. just saw right, a World baby. Cup. We just saw a World dude, Cup this is, where Russia are happening right now. Russia like made it to okay. the final eight, right? So and we the, might just swerve Rom. Well, not entirely. I mean, but no, for the first game. Oh, for the first game, yeah, maybe that, that could be that could be happening. Finland or ass, well, here, actual well, ass fuck. Here's another team that I like though is Italy. And they play all their games in Rome. And yeah. when I first opened Turkey's the game... fucking good, though. I don't know. I mean... I f- feel pretty confident that they're a fucking good team. I, I, they're a team that I like their squad, but I don't feel like I have a grasp on like how they're going to play, if that makes sense. I mean, they didn't give up any goals in qualifying. Yeah, I know. And then they gave they're up good. infinity I think they're goals just... since then. Yeah, but... Friendlies and blah blah blah. Yeah, no, you're, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah I hear you. I just, I, I think they're fucking good. But so, what's your, where are you, what's your angle? Well, with I was that? just because... talking that like Immobile was a guy where I was like, ah, ten for Immobile. There's Mbappe. Oh, like you there's think, fucking Rom. Like blah blah. Yeah. He's a premium that like after going through cycle Could one brace. of shit, I was like, yeah, I like Immobile. I like fucking Barella. I, even Insigne, I'm like, damn, they Barardi, actually are yeah. like fucking good. Mancini, we always know when when successful club managers go international, they're just like the best managers in the tournament. And I'm yeah, just like, like yeah, Mancini, like, let's go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When you get relegated from Wigan and then have a so so time at Everton, and then you're just like elite national team manager. I don't know. No, I mean, I so. think, I think that is something we should we should play with what the differences look like because if if we are able to do something with like an Immobile and then an Ericsson instead of like a Rom and be able to have that kind of cascade of of captaincies, mm-hmm. it might be better than yeah. having kind of a piss take captain for Italy. Which you know, yeah, I like Asinia as a player, but I don't think as like a. You know, as a fantasy player, I don't think he's like he's like eight he had five. A really big year, but I know, but he's just I don't know. I've I've seen a, a bunch of him, and I feel yeah. like he's always a little bit underwhelming, and he goes missing yeah. a lot. I, I, yeah. I don't know because you know that when they score, it's going to be Immobile is going to be fucking involved, yeah, unless if it's a yeah. penal. Ten which, million, I, yeah, yeah. Which Jorginho? I know we we've touched on that, but I don't know. I and mean, we're going to have the team sheets and shit, so that's one thing. That's that I huge, think that yeah. that is something worth looking oh, yeah, at because. I didn't, we didn't mention that in the, you know, the deadline being the actual kickoff it means we're going to have team sheets for the first match of every week, you know, match week, whatever the fuck they call it. We'll have the lineup so you can always, you know, use that. Right. 
Okay. I mean, how bad are Russia? I mean, that's the other thing is Russia, you know, Belgium, so, Russia, so hard to read because yeah, right, they played out of their fucking skin in the World Cup at home, home, which this is all home. They have like two they have home, home, one games. away or something, right? I thought they, they were all in fucking. No, they have Saint, Saint Petersburg, Petersburg, Belgium, Saint Petersburg, Finland, which fucking match day two. We're going Zuba, fucking. We're getting everyone. Yeah, but we're then, getting all the then Russians. They're, then they're Copenhagen and they're versus Copenhagen. Denmark, okay. which is a fucking tough fixture. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know. Are, are Belgium gonna just roll into Saint Petersburg and fucking three nil them? Like, I, I mean, with they, like, obviously they could with like Chadley Tielemans. Like Torgan Nazar, that's a little bit uh, personal. No, but that's like it's it's either going to be Torgan or Chadley at left wing back. Pretty much, that's what everyone thinks. And then like could be Gosens, right? Yeah, it could be. And then like Carrasco, Rom, Mertens, which is obviously insane. And then it's going to be like Tielemans. I don't know who's going to be next to him in midfield. Dendonker, Dendonker, like that. I don't. That doesn't scream like fucking destroy the Russian team. They're like. Yeah, yeah, no Kev know. is a big deal. It's I don't huge know. Deal. We might, but this is this, and like, are we doing the other thing where we're talking out of both sides of our mouth with them and like France, where it's like, okay, well, before the, the fucking thing started, we're like, yeah, Belgium are obviously like one of the best teams in yeah, the competition. I mean, we, like, we top haven't three touched and, Rom at all. Yeah, he hasn't left our team since we made it, but I think, I mean, that could be because this is the other thing we talk about swing for the fences, right? A 43% probably will be higher than that. Rom captained on game week two. Like, how, how many make hay when the sun shines are you going to do with that? Yeah. Versus, like, he blanks and we have Ericsson. We're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Russia? Does- yeah. I think we need, to, we need to do a little... I think both of us need to do a little bit more investigating about Russia and kind of get a better read for us to yeah. see what we think about yeah. that. Because, I, I mean, I usually like, like Russia. Like, usually I They're like usually- them... Kind of un- good. underratedly good because no one yeah. watches any of their players because no one watches the fucking Russian league and they almost all play there. But they're yeah, I, I just feel like they're like Golovin I like Golovin a lot. Yeah, I mean Zuba. I mean they still do they still have that fucking a goalie. What's his name? And they have someone different today. But yeah, like Akin, Akin he's gone. I guess home in St. Petersburg against Finland. Yeah, Marco and, Fernand- and where Fernandez probably be a must win for them if they want to advance. I mean, they have to beat Finland. I love like Golovin, Zuba, someone Cherry else. Chef. Yeah, yeah, Cherry Blossom okay. girl. All right, yeah, and I mean was... Denmark defense also against Finland looks really good for game. I mean, fi- yeah, basically I this, the thing like you mentioned, right? We talked about North Macedonia diabolical team. Finland yeah. also, I think diabolical. Yeah, they're they're, they're one of the three. Really yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah, they're really fucking bad. And I mean, I think Slovakia. We, we talked on, about yep. them for a little bit. They're really bad. And uh, you hit all three. I I, I think Czech Republic are kind of bad. Yeah, they're yeah. Gambling odds wise, not in that bottom bottom group but they're probably bad yeah yeah and then otherwise i think you know you have a pretty much like glob of you know decent to mid mid decent teams and then yeah. the good ones you know yeah i mean yeah, any, anyone who because yeah. it's and like you know you talk about like a wales right they're obviously not like good they don't play or scotland right they don't play like good flowing football no. but they're Hell to play against. Like it's you, you, you know that game. they're gonna, yeah, like they're gonna organize well and they're gonna be able to kind of just 
do the best they can to keep it tight and, and probably do that. So yep. those aren't teams that are going to get pushed over versus and they're really like, physical and they're yeah. going to contest everything. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like run so. their fucking asses up. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Right. Um, wow. That was a huge tangent. I loved it. Um, Vax said, who are your top five, four, five million defenders? Are there any premium defenders, five, five or more that stick out? Have you found any that you've like really fallen for? Defense-wise? Well, I mean, Denier's seems good. This is, again, right? We're looking at this through, like, too many games of, like, yeah. players who you're like, oh, I want this player for the three match day games, or, oh, this is, which like, a good game of one day. we're not doing at all. Yeah, which we're not really doing. So, you know, you have to understand that that's kind of how we're looking at this, which yeah. is a little bit unfortunate if that's on how you're looking at this, but yeah, it's yeah, our yeah. pot. So if you don't like it, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I think Denayer is a really good pick. You know, we have had Pau Torres in our team for a while. I mean, four or five Spain defenders, pretty good. We've had that, that care is Kier so nailed good. in like, our team. Yeah. Dude, four or five, four or five, really good player, very highly rated home Finland match day one, like nailed. Yeah. yeah nailed. Um, We've had Spinazzola I mean, for a while, but, there's some I don't know. talk about Emerson and stuff and them like splitting minutes and just that's so kind of sketch. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think that an Italy defender, again, will get the team before Turkey. Yes. So you don't yes. have to really make that call on which right. specific name. But if right. you want to put a 5-5 guy in there, having an Italy guy seems good, even though Turkey are, are good. Um, but I mean, I, I'm, I'm really not, I just, I haven't really played with it that much. Like, I don't think we should have an Italian defender in our game at one team. Um, it's weird, right? It's a different Italy. Well, yeah, I mean, they're just a little bit more loose and I just think Turkey are good. Like, that's the main thing is I, I like them against Switzerland and Wales a lot. You know, I think that yeah. they could easily do those that, cleans, that but I just don't feel yeah. the same against Turkey. I just think yeah. Turkey have enough about them that that's enough of a, a threat. Yeah, um, Turkey have a I lot think, of lot of interesting guys. Yeah, I think Austria also. I mean, they have the the great blessing of from God that they get to play North Macedonia game week one. I mean, I think that you know and we have Hinteregger in our and team, Schlager, their keeper. Yeah, Schlager. I think that that's like an exploitable, you know, an exploitable yeah. game week one. And, yeah. you know, that's something to consider for sure. And then, you know, also Portugal, right? The Portugal, they play Hungary. So, you know, if you want to go something there, there's there, there yeah. are options there. You yeah. know, maybe a, a Pew Pew or something like that. But yeah. And then the Belgian, right? Belgian, again, like Denaire, but, you know, even like Mounier or whatever, like they, Toby, you know, I just, to be honest, good. I'm not that into their defense. Not going to lie. Yeah. I just feel like they're going to dominate games so hard that it's just... And Tebow is so good, dude. Tebow's good, but I don't know. Toby yeah, and Vertonghen are getting old and like... I really don't like... I really don't like Netherlands against Ukraine, obviously, as previously mentioned. I feel like that is not going to be a clean sheet. I mean... We're both just so down on Netherlands. It's hard to like... Yeah. I mean, they play North Macedonia match day three, sure. Yeah. But I'm like not. I I like Depay. I do think Depay is like good enough good that he can like it doesn't matter create his own goal. He'll score goals. These games also seem kind of open to me. You know, like yeah. Ukraine yeah, and yeah, Austria yeah, yeah, are not yeah, shutting yeah. up shop. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Agree. But yeah, any deeper on on Netherlands? I mean, Genie. I guess he just, he scores nonstop for Netherlands. It's like so bizarre. Um, but yeah, I'm not too into them either. 
Um, what do you think about England about like the defenders and shit? Like, with, what do you think about that Croatia? Do you? I'm, I don't know. I'm seeing people are like, oh, Croatia suck, blah blah blah. But I just never could. Ever I don't get like. There. I feel like Croatia are good. So Group D is England, Croatia, Czech Republic, Scotland. I just absolutely hate this group for goals. I feel yeah. like all the games are tough. They're all going to be Czech nil nil, suck, one nil. Think, they might suck, but. England I think they have, suck. I think that's the exploitable game. Yeah, that, it might be. It might be. But that's their third game. They're, yeah. they're home in London versus Croatia, and they're home in London versus Scotland. And I just think those are just grinding, tough, like, well, set-piece wins yeah, kind one of nil. game. Yeah, so get Mason. Tough game, negative tactics, maybe. Um, so I don't... I don't know. I mean, yeah, they could clean. I also just don't know who's starting and shit. Who's starting for England? I feel like no one knows. I don't know. I mean, uh, before the thing started, it was like Kane, Sancho, Rash, and then, you know, Mount. No, I blah, mean, blah, in blah, defense. blah, blah, blah. Oh, I think they're talking about like Shaw. Um, let me look at the names and it'll, it'll jog my memory. Shaw, Stones, Walker in the, in the middle three, and then like Trips and, and someone else like Wingback, Chillwell, Trips, Wingback, sure, or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. They're all expensive. Trips at five is interesting, I think. Yeah. They're all reasons. And Trips is really good set piece also, but... If he's taking them, I don't know what the fuck I just, is. Their, so, their squad... England squad is so fucking deep, and I just don't yeah. feel like that strongly about... I don't feel good about the attackers, because I just... That's, I just described how I think the matches are yeah. going to go. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I think we went from like, oh yeah, Kane, like easy. Like, yeah. I haven't, haven't Kane really considered is like having him. Match day three cap, like, all about it, like great. Yeah, can't, it's gonna matter. Wait. Yeah, it should, the game should matter. It yeah. probably will. Yeah, probably will. But like, like, yeah, that's, like, people that's are thinking that Scotland and London is like some like bankable. Thing. Dude, Scotland's yeah, gonna Scotland's be a tough good. game. <laughs> they're good. They're a very good, tight, compact it's just gonna team. Be like tough. they're always good. Like, yeah, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be a nil nil one 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 nil game. I think. At every international tournament, we always get roped into being like, "Oh my god, this is gonna be a blood." Like. They're so no rare. The quality of football yeah. is so much lower than club football. Yeah. It just yeah. like doesn't happen. And so the tactic, which is already really strong in club football of just sitting deep and countering, is even stronger in international. Like Dice would be a god on the international stage. Yeah. And yeah, so it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. Um, I think, another, I mean, I'm also like Sweden, I think are bad. <laughs> Yeah, I think, I think that I think bad. Sweden are like pretty exploited. Like that Spain Sweden game, that's that could be like yeah. a cricket score. Uh, we we're both pretty high on Spain, I think. Yeah, we're both we're both pretty. High. Except I saw the Busquets got the COVID. COVID. Riddled. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. But I don't know if that matters. I also don't know if he's much, that good anymore. <laughs> he's old. But I saw they had some close contact. I don't know. Turhal said yeah. Yilmaz, best player in the game. Right. Speaking of Turkey. <laughs> I don't know. We, we've had him for a while, him. to be fair. Yeah, he, he's not going to make the cut. He's not going to make the team. No, there's no way. But, I mean, again, this is the same thing. If you're like, okay, I want to not use chips in the first three yes. games or whatever, yeah, you know, Yilmaz, even though he's an old man, they create, you know. Yeah. And, I he mean, he, he has, should bang a couple. He's they, good. They, they have Italy and Rome, match day one. It's terrible. It It's one of the worst fixtures, but... Match day two and three, they're in Baku, which is very close to Turkey, Wales, Switzerland, reasonable. Very reasonable. Yeah, they should win those games. I mean, they should get out. Like, this should be Turkey-Italy out of the group. 
I think Switzerland is, is right in line with Turkey. I don't like them, I, and I don't, I don't want them to. But like they, they're yeah, consistent. They consistently get out of the groups. Like they're they have the same manager playing the no, same right. system. No, you're they're, right. You're right. They're always tough. Well, they're always one, hard dude. to beat. They're just so fucking boring and bad to Switzerland, watch. Switzerland, Turkey, like, third game. I mean, that should be another one fighting huge, to get out. Huge. I mean, they're 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 always are. You know, the third game. You know, yeah. you have half of them that don't mean anything, and half of them that are yeah. like, holy shit. Yeah. So yeah, that could be a really good one. That should yeah. be exciting. That should be really good. Yeah. Um, D back what. General FPL strategies, thought presses go out the window when playing the shorter formatted games. I guess we already talked about that. Uh, yeah, that's the main things that hits. Don't yep. hit, do not And Bear said, hits. what are the best resources for planning captaincy and subs? I mean... I, you, you, you don't need... Re- Dude, you just fucking look at the, the thing. That's you know, what you I was going to say. Like, I, I just have it open and I just look. I, I mean, I'm yeah. sure like Krellen has a spreadsheet or some shit, but like... Yeah, whatever. You make your team, then you double check against the fixtures like, oh, do I have someone on this day? Yeah. Do I have yeah. someone on this day? Yeah. I mean, it takes a few minutes, right? Yeah. But you don't have to do anything too elaborate. It's not yep. rocket science. Yep. Liam said, I've read a few things about set-piece goals being far more regular in international tournaments. With that said, who are some good set-piece takers to look at, along with corresponding center-backs that like to attack on corners? I mean, it's fucking dime a dozen. I mean, you're, you're still looking at three percenters here. You know, maybe instead of three, it's four percent, right, of the goal off a set-piece or whatever. You know, you know who the good takers are. You have, like, Chalconoglu, you know, you have... Mason Mount, absolute legend, Chelsea mm-hmm. legend, Champions League medal, champ Champions legend, winning. Erickson, genius, Kevin after he's back from his face fa- fracture, you know. Yeah, they're making a very small deal out of his minor eye surgery, and I'm like, it only took 20 minutes, they said. Oh, it only took 20 minutes to slice yeah. his eyeball open? Oh, okay. It, it only yeah. takes a second to chop a cock off. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Never forget that, dude. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I don't know. We'll see if I can. I haven't gone the, that. To be honest, name, I think it's a guy. reasonable question. Like, if I could compile every set-piece taker on every team, I think that would be a useful resource. I just personally haven't gone that deep yet. But I will, and I'll I'll come back to you. You know, like I if there. I don't think that's the right way to go about things, though. Honestly, what? What? Like, because what are you looking? You're looking for like, oh, the the five five to six five million mid on you know the Czech Republic who might take a free kick, like who might have four in a game. Not the Czech Republic, but maybe some you know middling team. Yeah, but all the good teams are they're all like all the best players are expensive. Like you know, it's not like oh wow shit he's on fucking corners too. I'm definitely gonna get this guy. I don't know, know. Like I'm trying to think of a team. I don't know who takes set pieces for like Croatia or the fucking old guy. What's his name? What's the old guy's name over there? Modric. Yeah, Modric. I don't know. Does he take corners? I don't know. He can't. Yeah, he well, can't. Run he that can't much. run back. Yeah, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I think for Russia, it's like probably like Cherishev. All I'm saying is that I'd like to know. Like they have okay. eight no, foot no. tall okay. Zuba, you know, and they have big yeah. people in in that region of Earth. So you know, could be good. There's Golovin, like some... or maybe Golovin. I don't know. Yeah, probably is because he's a legend, but. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it's something to there's, consider. But I think there's a possibility that we you stumble in researching, you stumble upon a center back who's four five, nailed on some like not that bad team who scored seven goals or something, and you're just like, oh shit, this guy, this guy could be good, you know, yeah. some rando that we don't know about yeah. yet. Could do. Could do. 
Um, Tio said, I feel like I hate 90% of midfielders. Is there anyone really standing out to you? Carrasco and Torres are the only two I really like. Carrasco, that's interesting. Yeah, 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 I mean, I, I think I, it's I this like is this is the other thing that, like, the more we have been tinkering and the more I'm, like, looking deeper is, you know, yeah, the the mids that are in the, in the 7 million region are very punty. And, you know, it really, you have to really hit eight, other than Ferran Torres at eight. You know, you have to hit eight, five plus <laughs> to get the guys that are like, oh, these are, this is a good player. I know who this is. Yeah. Versus, like, they're just all punts. Like, so... You know, and then it comes to like, am I punting on a seven million midfielder, or am I punting on like a five five million midfielder? Right. And, you know, is it worth the one five? You know, that whole thing. So, I think it, it gives you an opportunity if you're willing to take a little bit more risk at the forward spot, because I think that there are a lot of forwards who are you mm-hmm. know in the seven million region who have really good fixtures, you know, gaming one or whatever, and yeah. that that's where you could maybe make some weight, and you know, you don't need. You know, Rom and Kane and Ron and Ronaldo, Rom, Ron, Kane, Rom, whatever. Rom. Yeah, you know, you don't need all of those guys. Like, are they going to be worth collectively more than you know, Yilmaz and a seven-five million guy and a seven million guy? You know, right? Maybe, but it, maybe it, not. I don't know why, but I I get the feeling also that like the forwards tend to be more nailed. Like yeah. for almost every team, it's like this is our number nine. Like this is our yeah. striker, and they're usually on pens and shit. Whereas the mid, it's like, you know, is Berardi or Chiesa starting? Like that fucks you if you get that wrong, you know. Or is is this guy or this guy starting? You know, and so that's yeah. There's there's just more yeah. risk in midfield for sure. So I think that's something that's worth playing around with because yeah, I, I definitely agree. You know, you you definitely see. You look around the midfield options, and there just aren't that many. I, I yeah. mean, I, actually, Sabitzer's actually. What do you think about Sabitzer? I like him. He's eight, though, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, he's eight. That's a lot. I don't know. I was looking but at they Gol- play, too. But they play Macedonia first. I did forget we, about that. That could yeah, be another like, fucking mad cap shout. We yeah. could, I mean, if we're not going to go England-Croatia, there's also the Netherlands-Ukraine that day. Well, let's and just so take if we one could find an Austrian to, to, like, to cap, that could be good. Yeah, let's take a second to just look at our match day because we're committing to chip every day, right? In group stage. So yeah. what are the match day one fixtures that you want to target? Austria, North Macedonia, great fixture. Yep. Denmark, Denmark Copenhagen Finland. versus Finland, great. Yep. Spain, Sweden. Spain, home, Sweden. And then the last day I'm like, uh, I don't know. Oh, you're looking by the days. I'm just looking at like the fixtures. Yeah. I mean, dude, no, Poland have Slovakia. I so. we're we're not <laughs> we're the absolute last people on earth to ever consider Lewandowski. But if we're going one a day, every day wild card basically in group stage, Poland's playing Slovakia is a good fixture. Spain's playing Sweden the same day, yeah. even close. Yeah, dude, are you kidding? Did you just try to mount a fucking fraud? I'm just listing the really good. Are pictures. you kidding me? I'm just listening. To the I thought bankers. we were. I thought we were. You think a lot of things. each other. <laughs> you oh think a lot of things. There's actually nothing in the world that you could do, say, send me that would have Lewandowski be in our team at oh. any point in this entire game. We also forgot Portugal, Hungary, which we have established is maybe not that good a picture. Yeah, I don't, I don't love that. that I, I kind of said the last day. I'm like, eh, like I honestly, I, I'd rather like. What's the not what are the fixtures to, on the last day? It's Hungary, Portugal, and then France, Germany. It's only two games. That's the thing. That's a tough one on the last day. Ugh. 
That's why I was like, do you want to have like an Mbappe to just have a last chance role? No. I mean, it might my be gut, even my worth it. My gut is like, I want like a Portuguese defender. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, it might be yeah. worth it to have like a five million Portuguese defender or something, yeah. just so that we could just like, if we if we if we're stuck on two, we're just stuck. like maybe we get a clean sheet and we just yeah. get like an extra four or something. That's how I feel. And having a low I mean, they have, low involvement in there. They have like legit, you know, expensive attacking defenders too. You know, they have fucking Guerrero and Cancelo. Yeah, I don't, I don't want anything to do with that. I, who, who's the fucking cheapest one? You think is is Pepe or I don't know? Font I think Font. For them. Yeah, I think Font. So yeah, I mean, I think I think I would be happy to have Font. Yeah. Like if Font we don't should, get Mbappe or something, I think, I think Font I would be should happy be in to do the that. team. I think he should be. Or in actually, the team. maybe like Rui could be good. Sure. How much is he? Five or five five? It's five five. Five That's kind five. Of annoying. That is five five. Or Font's five. I mean, is there a chance that Font doesn't play? Could be Diash and Pepe. He could. He might not play. Yeah, I, I it guess shouldn't there's be always because he's been playing all the time. But. Yeah, exactly. There's always a chance, I guess. But it. Everyone in the world is basically saying like it's Font. Yeah, it's Font. It's Font and Diash, and then it's what is it? It's it's a uh, Guerrero and Guerrero Cancelo, yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. not totally opposed to those guys. I don't think we should just write them off as like ah whatever. Spending more, like they're fucking. It's a lot. It's a lot extra to spend. Incredible though. though. Yeah, but it's a lot extra to spend. It is, but because we'd I, basically be having to say like, okay, we're spending extra because a, we're expecting a blank on fucking four captains, and b, their chance in one game of getting an attacking return is one point five million more. Right. Or one million more than font, right? I right. mean, that doesn't make sense. Right. That's where I'm coming it might, from on though. that. It might. I don't know. It might. Well, we'll, uh, th- we'll Basically, think all I'm it. saying is, like, with the flexibility of a wild card every day in groups, it's like, my, you can do weird stuff with money, you know? You can. Like, no, you're right. You're right. It, it, like, your, your money is so much more flexible than if you're building, like, a group stage team, which yeah. I think a lot no, of people right. are, are doing. Yeah, you're so. right. No, you're right. You're right. Um, oh, dude, Rick Rods. We're going to have to have more Rick Rods conversations. To Rick too. Yeah, That's a yeah, tough yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I feel bad about it because you know I'm an ultra with Rick Rod and he's never gotten us any points. And we always have him. Yeah, it's not even that I don't like him. I'm just no, like, I know we've yeah. had him in every fucking game, every game, every single for, game, for like eight years. for fucking four competitions. <laughs> He's never gotten us points. Yeah, I want him though badly. Yeah, I can't help myself. I'm a Rick Rod and fucking Cap, addict. Cap Erickson that day. I love that, dude. I love it. I'm I can't. You, dude. The last time we talked with Erickson, you were like, "Fuck off my well, fuck out yeah, of my face it, with Erickson." Things change. Things. Change. I love this, dude. This is my most excited moment of the pod. Is this Erickson turn of Denmark twist of fate. so far? And I already mentioned this, but I'll say it again. So far, for me, going through squad by squad, I was the most shocked at how good Denmark's squad was. Like I was, just, I was expecting to be like, ah, they kind of suck, but Ericsson. and I was like, they're yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Like Finland, they, not good. Finland are fucking horrible. <laughs> fucking Yuki. bad. There's what? There is actually one one gem I found. I have like gems written down and shit. Load on on Finland five five mid. He's gonna be playing up top next to Puki. Five five mid out of position forward. Whatever. Let's go. Two points. Load, game. dude. All right, let's uh, let's get Lutt. out of here. I think. What do you think? Do we, we have got more? two more questions? All right, oh no, all right. one more question. Happy said mid price mids. Who's good? I expect to see a heap of penalties at the Euros. Who are the cheapest 
cheap-ish players on pens nobody's talking about. For example, I have Larson from Sweden, six million mid. I don't even know if he's on pens. Well, he missed his last one, so hey, yeah. Um, who? Uh, what? Yeah, Sabitzer. He might be on pens. Yeah, he he could well, be. I mean, do Mark, we know Arno, if Arnie's, Arnie's starting? We don't know this, yet. It's either Arnie He's or not the like six, six foot six, like monster guy um, that I read uh, about. Sasa, Sasa Kalajic. He's six Col- six. Yeah. He had a breakout forward, season for Stuttgart. Know. Sixteen goals. He was just like had a monster season. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it could be Sabitzer. Could be. Um, I mean, that's another thing too. I mean, Sabitzer, what they play. I mean, I like I like that also as like a rogue cap option. That I don't know, dude. Because I mean, I don't know. Maybe, that's the, the other fun, thing. Like the maybe we might levels, want like Memphis. Yeah, the funness levels of the rotating cap, the pervy caps are so fun. It's so much. That's more another fun. thing we need to. And the other thing is that like we've talked about this when we were talking about bonus and stuff like that. Where like FPL. We think added bonus to try and make the DMs and shitty players relevant. You know, try and make like Declan Rice a pick because he's going to get bonus points for clearances and blocks. It didn't work at all. But having your team be 15 deep works. Actually works. Like if you just get a nailed central midfielder who's 5 million, like he has a role in teams. That's all they need to do. It's so much more fun. Um, as for other I think guys we need on to, pens, other uh, guys on pens, yeah. Uh, well, we've talked about Jorginho a bit. As just being million. like he's yeah. six, nailed on pens. Like he could just get a pen, and like that makes it worth it. He's yeah. cheap, just like sort of an enabler. Um, Germany's maybe a Gundogan oh, yeah. or, or Cruz yeah. is interesting. I mean, they're both cheap. You know, right. which one takes? I don't know, but right. You know, they play France first, so maybe, you know, not one for there. But, you know, that's an interesting one, I think. Right, definitely. Um, Off the top of my head, that's kind of it. Yeah, I mean... Uh, uh, I mean, in, I'm not in including mids, the fucking awful teams, like, because uh, yeah. you don't want a player on their team. Yeah. Ramos. <laughs> Rip. What do you think Is about... Ra- gonna take I'm sorry, things? that's what I was... Meant. What do you think about Murata compared to Ferran? I haven't thought about it. Okay, think honest. about that. But I need to. Thursday. I need to pocket that and think about that. Because I, I kind of feel like Murata might be just like better. <laughs> it's only a million yeah. more. Yeah, only just a like million getting, more is like he's obviously a worse player, but just receiving the yeah. chances. Like I'm yeah. just like, eh. and then I think the other is there big a decision world is where Murata's not. The starting instead of Moreno, Moreno, I don't think so. He's been he's been playing him. I think Moreno will probably like get the third game when they're bought when they're when they're gone already. Yeah, but I think the other thing too that we need to decide is that you know the the um, the third day is, is tough with England Croatia if we're going to swerve that one right, and then Austria have North Macedonia, Wait, which is a good fixture. Day is England Czech Republic the third. Uh, Match day one, game th- oh, day three. Oh, fucking God, the terminology you know is so I mean, fucking dog? confusing. Netherlands, Ukraine, which, you know, we're, we've been obviously down in Netherlands, but, like, are we going to be able to talk ourselves into a, an Austrian cap there against North Macedonia over, like, Memphis? Like, maybe we're going to just need to do that. Yeah, we might, just, figure that one we might out. just go Memphis. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we need to figure that one out, Because that, so. that, like we said earlier, that feels like an open game, right? And it's Netherlands and they're home and... yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, he could bring. I mean, Penn and a goal. Like I could see that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So maybe, maybe it's. So maybe we're just going to need to spend some time, you know, re rejiggering our. I think our we front are. Line. I, that's why I wanted to start with chips, and we did, is because that changes our structure of everything. And now that we yeah. know that, we can like move forward. Just looking at match day one fixtures yeah. only. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's. I recommend okay. listeners do the same. Figure out your chip strategy. What you think looks good. Where you think you know you can exploit the fixtures in the best way, and then then you'll you'll begin your journey. Um, and we're gonna do a Patreon pod on Thursday before it starts, and then we're just gonna pod throughout the tournament. There's no days off, yeah. so we're just gonna do what we can. And yeah. I mean, we're used to that anyway. Yeah, yeah, we're just fucking grinders. Um, we did get an ass slap, an anus slap, a new Patreon sign up, third shift drifter. Guess that's your name. Get in there, baby. Thanks for signing up. What about the return of the Mac over there? We got him, Mr. Hugo, back. Well, Hugo is just, uh, he got like a round of applause as he entered Discord. Everyone's like, oh, welcome back. Welcome back. No, I love. We should fucking freeze him out until he pays past (laughs) dues. He has has a lot of past dues to pay. Does he? Fucking Hugo. Yeah, well, he he, he fucked off and then he came back. We should be like, if you leave and then you come back, you have to pay the interim. Backdate it, like okay, Backdated. you left. I screenshotted yeah, you eight months ago. <laughs> you're being audited. <laughs> oh, it's a joke, dude. I don't know, but yeah, I mean, Euros is fun. Honestly, you it's know, fun. fuck us. Like, no one gives a shit about our pod or things that happen in the summer. But Euros is really fun, and if you want to talk about Euros with people, it's as good a place as you'll find. I think. Yes, I agree. Yeah, like today was day one of me looking at shit um, that's not a selling point because no. i've been on chatting for two weeks yeah we're you di- been we're on, you different people we're different people now oh, now i'm in and i'm in but when i take a break i'm out i don't even chat i don't even check my fucking phone I, i'm just out I respond to you at like 5 a.m. You text me like, hey, can you look at this email? I respond at 5 a.m. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. Um, That's it, bro. Any last words? Well, we'll see each other tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow. Check us out at fmlpl.com. Follow us on Twitter at fmlpl.com. Slash fmlpl. Subscribe. Right to me, too.